Hello, hello, and welcome to the Without Judgment podcast, where we dive into how to connect with yourself and others in all the seasons of your life. I'm Virginie, your host, and every month I'll bring you new insights about life coaching and how it can help you be present and have more fun in your daily life. I am a life coach on a mission to help working moms get rid of guilt and overwhelm to get back to a lighter, happier versions of themselves where they can shine and have fun. I really want this podcast to help you take time for yourself and discover how to live the life you deserve. So hold my hand and let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 7 of the without judgment podcast today i want to talk about the pause button that we sometimes have a hard time to find and i also want to take a minute to celebrate women because we're on the last day of march and march is women's history month and why do i want to celebrate women and take a minute to talk about this women's history month it's because in my opinion Women are the connectors, the purveyors, and the cheerleaders. And that's really my why. Why I launched my coaching business and why I want to serve and support women with my coaching. Because I know that as women, we tend to not make ourselves a priority. Because we often are caregivers to others and we tend to put others first and ourselves last on the list of things that we want to do and as useful as that is I would like to remind everybody of the the plain message that you get in case of an emergency put your life jacket first and there is a reason for that because if you are running on an empty tank you can't help many people or maybe not as well as you wish Because women are strong, I think that's why life coaching can help. And I want to give you a couple of ideas of how to question yourself. Because as a coach, one of my superpowers is to ask really good questions. And I even stole a few from um, a book that... um, my mentor talked about which is die with zero and I really love those questions so let's dive in the first question that they talked about in the book is they're all related to a kind of simplifying and imagining that you would only have one year to live and that's just to get you in a mindset of trying to uh, emerge to make the most important things emerge from that way of thinking that you don't have a lot of time left because that's kind of funny as we as humans we always think we know that our life will end and that we have a short time to live on this earth and yet we always tend to postpone what is fun 
what um, seems a little trivial. So anyway, here are the questions. First question to ask yourself is, if I had one year to live, what would I stop doing? When you think of what you would stop doing, what I hear the most uh, talking to my clients is I would quit that job or I would stop running around to run errands for the house or I would stop maybe caring so much about things that don't matter to me but matter to other people around me and I want to invite you to be really curious about what you would stop doing and as of today that's kind of a hard question for me because I think that I've already stopped doing a lot of things in the past decade let's say that didn't matter enough just decided that I don't know when I don't think that I have only one year left to live but I do try to embrace that philosophy of thinking I want to make the most of my time and I'm gonna prioritize what really matters to me so for me it's gonna be spending more time with my kids, spending more time with my friends, spending more time with my family, my husband. And that means that I have very clear boundaries when it comes to working and working hours, for example. I very rarely work on the weekends and I take a lot of time off because I want to enjoy the time off that my kids have as long as they are kids because it's not going to last forever but that's me it can be different for anyone else there is no right or wrong answer so just really ask yourself and now moving on to the second question if you had only one year to live what would you start doing and this question is very interesting to me because I feel I've been I've been spending less time or I've I've it's taken me a while to think about it this way so really paying attention to what fills your cup what makes you have more energy what is fun, what comes easy to you. And that can be in your personal life, in your professional life. Both, nobody has ever said that it needs to be hard and not fun to be great or to be respectful. Now, the third question is, if you had one year to live, what would you not care about anymore? And I think that's something that a lot of people, a lot of my clients come to me with. So that's what I call the little 
French voice that we all have in our head. That's the little critic. Um, because French have this tendency of being quite critical. And as a French person, I think um, that I've trained myself very well to combat that critic inside my head. And that's probably the, the question that I've asked myself the most or the one that I've played with for the longest time. And today, if I wanted to imagine that I only had one year to live and I would ask myself what I would stop caring about, it would probably be something around the way I spend my time and my money. And I already don't care about a lot of people's opinions. And yet, I can still practice and find some things and some people or some um, places or, you know, depending on the hat that I'm wearing, I think the thing that I would stop caring about in a, in a funny way would be what other parents think of me as a mom. Whether it's at school, whether it's with friends, um, I feel very confident in the way that uh, I parent my kids. I feel very confident and intentional. And yet... I find myself questioning or wondering what others are thinking about that very often. So that would something that would be something that I would definitely stop doing. Now, moving on to question number four. What would you care more about? And to give you some examples of what I heard people say in these scenarios, it's often along the lines of zooming out and looking at you know long long term what do you want to have accomplished in your life who do you want to be with um do you um want to how do you want to um take care of yourself so for example um I saw that some people who have, um, for example, a bad health diagnostic, they don't tend to go crazy and, um, and just stop taking care of their body or their mind. They tend to really want to be paying more attention. They won't stop, you know, whatever they can stop doing that's kind of a bad habit they would start whatever they can start to take better care of themselves and i think that's that's a very interesting um way of looking at it so yeah what would you care more about could be um your relationship it could be how you spend your time it could be how you um how you take care of your body how how do you prioritize everything and how do you find your own balance in a way now the fifth question is 
why do your thoughts change and why why do you think that your actions would change if you imagine that you only have one year left and that's a very interesting question that i don't really um have a clear answer except that you know it's creating a constraint so it it's um because of that constraint it forces your brain to work a little differently and to squeeze <laughs> as to say you know all the projects all the ideas that you have with no timeline at all sometimes on your someday maybe list it forces to prioritize and sort through everything that's going on and reorganize um, taking a, a deep dive into what matters most what matters now if you don't have them what will matter later option kind of way so those are kind of deep question that I wanted to share with you because I find them very interesting and um, they can help you gain a lot of per perspective. Um, now, I also wanted to give you more kind of um, daily, um, not necessarily affirmations because I believe that questioning your brain is... Um, sometimes more powerful than uh, giving it some affirmation that might sometimes be hard to believe. And so having really good question to ask yourself every day will help your brain to be more creative in giving you better answers and move you into action to get really the results that you want. Might be a new job, it might be um, moving to a new place, it might be deciding to take some time off, whatever it might be for you. Ask yourself the right, or not the right question, but ask yourself better questions. And for example, if you have, let's say, a job that you want to change, instead of telling yourself that it's taking too long I don't have time or I'm tired of being tired or I feel like I can't choose or I don't know what I want or what I like anymore. I don't know what I can do to change things that I don't like. Maybe it's my job, maybe it's the habit or the routines that I've created over the years that make me feel always overwhelmed. And really not being... Um, in your own corner, not really cheering yourself. Ask yourself, how can I change this? How can I maybe build some bridges to whatever new industry I may want to go and move into? Or ask yourself, why is it a problem? For example, if you want a promotion and you feel like you've been stuck in your role for a long time, why is that a problem? Who says that it's too long 
And if you feel that it's time for you, then ask yourself, what can I do about it? What do I want to do about it? And when you zoom out, you really force your brain to give you better answers and to move into action. So one of my favorite questions to ask myself when I think about my coaching, when I think about my personal life as well, is to ask myself, how can I be an example of what it is to be a coach? What, how can I be an example of what it is to be a mom? Or how can I be an example of what it means to me to be a great friend? And so on. Now, if that seems a little too broad or uh, too time-consuming, if you don't think that you can come up with an easy answer, and you may, you may come up with very clear, very easy answers if you really take just one minute to ask yourself. But I also have other questions that I really like, and they tend to ask by how to start. They tend to start by how or why. But not always. One of the questions that I really like is how can I have fun while doing something I don't especially like? How can I come up with some creative idea of making this fun for me? Or what am I excited about tomorrow? What can I be looking forward? How can I get to laugh more than three minutes today. What am I grateful for? So with all those questions, I think I've given you plenty of homework, so to speak. And I want to end this episode telling you that asking yourself good question is part of self-care for me. It's really how you can support yourself in the best way taking time, hitting that pause button and thinking about what you want and where you want to go. So I hope that you will ask yourself plenty of questions and that will be helping you navigate life better. I'll talk to you next month. Bye. If you found this interesting today and would like to dive deeper, I invite you to book a free 30-minute mini-session with me on the website at without-judgment-coaching.com. Again, that's without-judgment-coaching.com. I can't wait to meet you. Talk to you next month. Bye.